Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. I'm Chris Pugh. As always, Laura Kessel's with me. Laura, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Hulu is confusing me. Um, Hulu is great for catching up with Frasier, but if you don't stop um, Frasier right away and you're not paying attention, you can get into season 9 and 10 before you know it. It's crazy. That's true. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I'll, I will admit that happened to me um, last week because um, I, I stopped watching one episode and went back to another and I stopped that one in the middle and I got confused about what was happening, which which episodes I was on you know, the beginnings and the ends and what went together. <laughs> so you're right. It Hulu is, um, I have not figured this out, how to do this. Maybe it, maybe you can, but I just don't know how, how to like go and watch it from the beginning once you start it, other than rewinding it, you know? Yeah. I, I know Netflix, you can do it, which is, they have a great system for that, you know, but I don't know. I don't well, think I've actually Hulu does. I have Peacock and um, Paramount for the time being, and I think when I, I've watched it on whatever service I have up, and I think it's either Peacock or Paramount actually stops it, and I, I've appreciated that. But like today, just a busy day, so I I kind of threw it on Hulu, and you know forgot that Hulu could be kind of frustrating that way. But hey, what can you do? I mean, this is a first world problem. I mean, back when the show first came out, you had to wait a week, and hopefully you were in front of the TV at the time. I mean, we have access to all of them, so I, I feel weird complaining about it. So, no, it's, it's all good. Well, well, this week we're talking about uh, Travels with Martin, which, you know, is great since our podcast is about how we miss Marty Crane. Um, I, I thought it was interesting, and... I think, like we've talked about before in this, there's a lot of growth that happens. And obviously, Fraser and Niles are crazy, and they forget the growth they made, and they just get silly at times. But I I like the, the teachable moment, talking about, hey, if you put yourself out there, do something that someone you likes wants to do that you may not be happy about, it can be... Overall, a pleasant experience. So we'll get to Daphne later. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought Fraser learned a lot from this episode. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I think they all did. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe not Niles. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Niles doesn't seem to really ever learn anything. <laughs> um, the, um, I, I definitely, I mean, Daphne probably learned a little, like you can get over the, you can come back over the border. Right. Yeah. There were several <laughs> lessons we had talked about in a few minutes about Daphne, but. but you're right. I mean, I think I, that to me, that Marty and Frazier interaction and then decision to go on the trip to me was very interesting to watch, you know, the way they juxtaposed the two conversations, which were exactly the same thing. They both, weren't sure they wanted to go. They both were nervous about going and both didn't want to disappoint the other one, you know? So it's, I mean, I think, uh, I think they learned that they had more in common than they would have ever thought. And I think they figured out a way to deal with each other and get along. 
Yeah, and I kind of, I don't know, this first season's reminded me a lot of my family relationships, and I don't know, it was just kind of interesting to see uh, once he made that step, it was good. I know with my dad, we always were close, but I think as years went on from silly things like, do you, do you like baseball or not, to other stuff, we kind of started to differ on that, but you know... I learned a lot about – I think I had better experiences when sometimes the Saturn said, all right, I, I can't watch a full baseball game, but if I do that with you, it's good because I'm experiencing that with you. You know what I mean? Where, yeah. you know, it's just – I mean, I shoot me before I sit down and watch a, a full-length baseball game right now. But if I had him with me – and you know what you say about your parents, you give up – your right arms, legs, and whatever, if you can have him back for a night. And, I mean, it, it was great having that experience with him. And, you know, it, it was good doing something that, personally, I didn't like. Um, now, I will say I'm not sure. My dad got sick near the end, so I don't know if dad got into some of the stuff I got into. I mean, but, yeah, it was fine. It was good having that experience with him. Um, and, and, you know, it was funny. Um, you know, they decided to go on a road trip on a Winnebago. Apparently did that as a kid. Obviously, that's nothing that you know you would think that you know Frazier and Niles would do. Um, it seemed like Frazier was more into it at the beginning than Niles, but I loved how in the episode once Daphne decided to go, obviously yeah. Niles was all in. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he only went on because you know Daphne was going. You know, he had ripped it from top to bottom before. Although I did like the what was the name of the he wanted to give them Winnebago. The whooping cranes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Although that was pretty good. <laughs> and I wonder if Martin started to realize that because my goodness, you know, Martin wanted Niles to do something. Yeah, just get Daphne to come along and yeah. you know, Niles is all in. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like something I hate to compare Niles on the show to a nine year old, but it's like my nine year old. I find something my nine year old likes and says, hey, if you do this, you'll get this. And she gets all happy and she does that. So it's almost like, uh, you know, Marty did the same thing with Niles. Yeah, you know, it. I mean, let's let's be honest here. Your nine year old is probably not that different from Fraser and and Niles. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. In reality, you know, I probably. mean, they don't seem to have. They, for people who are, you know, you always hear that joke about you know people who are super educated. You know, they have. Um, like no social skills, no, you know, no um, creativity, no, you know, they don't want to step out and be in the center, blah, 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 you know. So, I mean, they're, these two guys are, you know, socially awkward, you know, even though they seem to be, you know, two normal dudes, you know. <laughs> Well, and that's a conversation my wife had at home all the time. I mean, I you know, I finish up a day at work, and, you know, obviously we're not running around, but we're it, – it's mentally draining. You know, you don't want to think that much at night, so I forget all this stuff. And my wife's like, yeah. you know, all this stuff, why why did you forget where the dish, you know, cleaner is or something? I'm like, I, yeah. you know, I tell her, you're lucky I know anything right now. Because it's just, you know, you just get mentally fatigued and – does she think that uh, you not knowing where the dish cleaner is um, means is part of you not wanting to do the dishes? <laughs> I think that's part of it, too. And then the other thing is, you know, we're in a communications field. Now, communications is a 
it's such an expansive word. It could mean anything. It could be public relations or, I mean, 500 different things. So she'll get mad at me, like, if I can't fix the streaming connection or something. Yeah. You know, well, didn't you go to school for communications? I'm like, whoa, whoa. That's <laughs> yeah. it's such a broad term. I didn't go for, you know. Mechanical you know, stuff, yeah. Yeah, tech issues or something. I mean, there's mm -hmm. a. Yeah, and that, that's always the issue with your communications degree. The good thing is you can kind of apply for a billion different jobs with it, but the bad thing is it's tough. If you, Obviously, you need to have really specific skills. You can't do everything, so mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Um, so they're going on a trip to Winnebago. I thought it was interesting, and correct me if I don't, didn't remember this right, but you know they talked about – Apparently made this trip uh, almost on a yearly basis, and part of it was, hey, if you went to this point, like this landmark, and you turn around, uh, you know, they're asking Marty, why did you do this? And Marty's like, well, I knew if we turn around at that point, we'd get back, and the vacation's done, you know, mm -hmm. if they had to go back to school on a certain day or whatever else the case might be. Right. I thought it was interesting because, you know, obviously a Winnebago wasn't what Fraser wanted to do. But I think he kind of got more excited about the process as the trip went on, and he just went through. He's like, come on, let's be adventurous and actually go further than you normally do. I, th I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, he um, he didn't he didn't like the idea until, I think, until he sat behind the, the, the wheel of that giant beast, you know? It's like the... Like, you know, remember uh, the show Home Improvement, <laughs> you know, with the, you know, grunting at the power tools and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, even though he's kind of a different kind of a guy, it seems, you know, like he fell for the for the power stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah. It, and he, and, yeah, and it was just, you know, he just kind of liked the. He got interested in the trip. Um, Niles, although he was happy to be with Daphne, there's some funny parts where obviously Niles was way out of his element. And although Niles liked being there with Daphne, Niles didn't seem to be having as enjoyable as the trip as Fraser started to have. Yeah. Uh, the um, the other thing that uh, that was fun funny for me was um, that um, Fraser wanted then when wanted to blow off what marty did and didn't see a problem with that and to marty's disappointment you know but then you know they were like beside themselves because marty want marty just blew off what they wanted to stop and do on the trip you know yeah i forget what it was it was like a stand like a food stand or something on the side of the road i can't remember yeah yeah. And, you know, they're like, what? What? Turn! <laughs> so, it just, I mean, it, it seems very, a lot of stuff in this episode was very parallel, you know. The two the two guys were paralleling his uh, emotions, you know, Marty's. Yeah. So. Um, Could have been that they got older because, remind me, and... I, my wife just gave me some <laughs> something I got assigned for our, our housekeeper later, but it, it was interesting that um, yeah, like they, you know, especially Fraser wanted to go on, and Marty didn't, and you know, you would have thought Marty would have been like, "Wow, you finally agree with me," and it was almost like 
Frazier is taking on that middle-aged role where he's like, all right, we got to go back on time. And well, no, no Frazier's taking on the middle-aged role of, hey, let's just go. Let's keep going. And Marty kind of changed a little bit. So, You mean like at the end, that part? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I it, To me, what that meant was that um, Marty was poo-pooing that because he wanted to go with just Frazier. He wanted the chance to bond with just Frazier, take the other yeah. two back, and the two of them would continue on because he was enjoying the fact that they were enjoying this trip. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, and, I got thrown, thrown off a little bit by my oh, guest okay. that came in. Um, I lost the brain for a second. Well, hey, let's talk about Daphne because that was a uh, important part of the show. Kind of interesting. Again, I, I think I say this every week, you know, you write this in the storyline because it becomes part of the comedy of a show and the irony of the show. But man, if I'm, you know, on a guest pass from Britain, why am I going close to the border? Yeah. I mean, well, the big thing is why am I not telling them at some point that yeah. I am no, I have no ability to go across the border at this point. You know, it sounded like it was the first time they had ever heard this, you know? Yeah, especially because from what I, I've never been to Seattle, but from what I recall, Seattle's really close to the border. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. like here. What you can take a, I think it's like a. Well, if you go for Detroit, it's probably a you know five six hour trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Seattle it could be a twenty minute trip, from what I understand. And yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, it's a little farther, but right. It's probably but close it's easily driving it. You know. <laughs> if I said, Laura, let's go to you know the Canadian border, we're making more of a commitment where, you know, in Seattle, hey, you don't have to go that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it it was so, it just seems so odd, you know. I mean, a lot of, I mean, it's just another example of those things that we keep saying about, you know, if they only talk to each other, you know. Yes. They would have known some of this stuff, you know. Or, or even ask questions. I mean, obviously you don't want to ask too specific particular questions about some stuff, but just say, hey, is there anything we should know? You know, you're from Britain, is there anything we should know? And then Daphne could say, hey, you know, I can't go to Canada, you know, or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, obviously it never came up before, but, right, you know. And, you know, things happen. Nothing malicious. Daphne fell asleep, and obviously she panicked when she woke up, and then she discovered her in Canada. Yeah. Why would they need Canadian money? <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> very strange. Um, there were a couple of things that I thought were um, pretty interesting in this episode that um, one of them was, you know, how much, how closely did your childhood trips um, mirror this? I mean, was your, if you ever did, we used to go on one every year we'd go on vacation and it was always someplace, you know, not too far away, you know, we went like the farthest was probably we went to uh, a couple places in Kentucky, um, Louisville and um, Lexington. Yeah, and uh, a couple places like farther out in New York and you know stuff like that. And we would go for several days and we would just do touristy kind of things and play in the pool at the mm-hmm. hotel, you know. But you know, and you think back like when I was watching this and thinking about it, I was like, how in the heck did we ever survive in those cars 
without a phone, without a tablet, you know, with like nothing to do but speak to each other, you know? <laughs> well, we had all those games. I mean, my parents were into the, um, you know, I spy games and the other stuff yeah. where you're working stuff outside. Yeah, we never did that. I mean, honestly, I, all my, my, the activity really was probably for my parents was, um, yelling at me because I was causing trouble in the backseat, you know, yeah. like moving too close to my brother, breathing on my brother, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, the other thing that was really wild about it, um, you know, my dad being a pastor, you know, some of the trips were kind of around his job or we would go mm -hmm. to just places he needs to go and just mm -hmm. check out whatever. But, you know, we took trips to Michigan, Niagara Falls. One year it was crazy. And you bring up, what do you do in the car? We took a trip to Toronto and it was around. A long drive. Yeah. And it we was. We did like, that once. Yeah. Well, it was whenever Canadian Thanksgiving is, which I think is like a few days before or after our Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. if I remember right. And it was cold. And, you know, we were going, it wasn't the horrendous buffalo snows that you read about, but it was kind of nasty. And, you know, we went through Youngstown up, you know, northern PA you know, at 90, which can be ridiculously crazy. And I, I remember we stayed at Niagara Falls overnight and, we almost didn't make it there on time. The roads were icy scary. And it was just kind of like, hmm. yeah, so you had nothing to do. You couldn't really, you know, listen to your phone or tablet or anything. And, you know, it was dark and dad was a little <laughs> nervous on the road. So we weren't playing that many games. And he, it's yeah. not good. You're terrified. I mean, I want that DVD that I could watch in the car. So take my mind off a little bit. Yeah. Back then, I, I was not like if I went on that trip now. You know any of those trips as, that I went, we went on as a kid. I would nap the whole time. Well, I got when I was a kid. I was not able to nap at all. My wife and I, we don't make super long trips now. I mean, part of it's because of COVID, and part of it's just you know we're both working full time, so it's hard to get away. Yeah. But I'm proud of my daughter. I, I mean, the 14 year olds in the back playing the tab a lot, but you know our our um we got a minivan you know for the family mm -hmm. and we were excited because she likes watching movies and there was a dvd player in the back she doesn't really want to watch dvds that much and it kind of surprises us but hey i'm proud of her sometimes kids want uh to watch a dvd on a 10 minute drive to the grocery store so i'm proud that mm -hmm. you know she like occasionally she'll ask for it but not that much so very interesting. So uh, with Daphne, uh, so she gets uh, upset. She uh, finds out that she's in Canada. Uh, they go back over the border. And, yeah, it's interesting. I've been to Canada a couple times. I don't think I've ever gotten the scrutiny that their family did, which I thought was wild. Well, I mean, I think most of it was related to the fact that they were driving the big truck, you know, the big right. RV because you know a lot of the a lot of um, those bigger bigger vehicles might be the ones that are bringing drugs in or whatever. Uh, and you know, I mean, it could be anything. It could be any kind of uh, contraband, you know. Because he even said Fraser was like, "Oh, they're letting everybody through." Yeah. You know? So um, I have to say, one of this that moment where they're in the Winnebago and he's asking questions of everybody 
and Daphne starts her sure stuff. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moments in the entire series. Yeah. That, you know, her saying, sure, sure, sure. You know, it's just so funny in my opinion. And another one, another funny moment, it, it's similar to another moment in a different episode where Frazier falls off the counter and hits his head and falls. Um, where Fra- where I'm sorry, where Niles does that. This one, this episode is where Frazier, you know, veers the car to get him to leave Daphne alone. Yeah. <laughs> he his head on the thing and falls. And he falls back, yeah. It's another one that's, that's right up there for me. I mean, just you know, a brother doing it to a brother, you know? <laughs> it's funny. We used to do this with Seinfeld a lot. And, um, oh, little um, production note. Uh, no Seinfeld this week. Hey, you know, we're just um, in the newspaper business and uh, digital publishing business. The week before Thanksgiving gets crazy. Uh, they want to give us the day off. But to do that, we have to work like crazy to do that. So Yeah, it takes five days of work to get us a day off. Right. So um, in light of that, in, in order to protect Laura with her role as the editor, uh, we'll hold off on time for a week. But you, you'll get back next week. We're not quitting the show by any means. Um, but speaking of, okay, I lost the train of thought. I'm all excited about it. Uh, But what I'm saying is, like with Seinfeld, I know Laura and I have made the mistakes several times of there's episodes that seem to go together. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, when we first watched this, I was a little bit confused because, you know, they had the other uh, travel episode where, you know, Niles goes in the wrong vehicle and, you know, he thinks it was stolen or something that looks similar and mm-hmm. everything else. So it, it, I got confused at first, but obviously that's a different episode. Mm-hmm. I, I like this episode a lot. Um, I think there's a lot to digest in this episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like we talked early in the early in the first season. You know, this is this is later in the much later in the first season. You know, the communication between the two of them just keeps getting better and better. You know, mm-hmm. and they just keep um, they just keep strengthening their bond. You know, and of course, accidentally. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it works. You know. Yeah, and you'll find too. I, I watched ahead the next episode. Uh, we're going to see next week uh, where Niles and Fraser try to write a book together. And hey, it's not perfect. I mean, they get in a fight. Uh, spoiler, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but you can tell at the end that these bonds strengthen. And hey, it's a comedy. You know, they're going to screw mm-hmm. up like we all do from time to time. But yeah. I, I think that deep tie, especially to see at the end of the series, gets really reinforced by this stuff that they're going through now. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on, uh, on this episode? Um, not really. I mean, I'm trying not to like overanalyze a lot of stuff, you know? Um, although at the beginning, the very beginning of the episode, Roz had a moment that was classic where she gave Frazier a hard time because, oh my gosh, you know, you do work three hours a day. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what it's like in real life because I interned in uh, Laura works in that city now. So she probably knows the radio station. I'm not sure what it's called. It was a oldies. I believe it was 92 five. If I remember right, uh, it was oldies when I was um, interning there, who knows what the 
playlist. I'm not sure if you remember that um, in Alliance, Laura. Um, it's uh, Q92 now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably I think it's like popular music. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah. uh, today's hits kind of a station. Yeah. Well, no, I always thought it was interesting because, and why I bring that up was, uh, I interned in the news department, but you watched, um, you know, the DJs come in, and you know, obviously they're playing music, but you know, you, you have to have some banner in between and everything, mm-hmm. and you know. They work more than three hours a day if, if their shift was three hours, but mm-hmm. my shifts are working eight. But I know if they do come in early to, uh, you know, prepare, and obviously there's some preparation that goes into it too. So, you know, it seems like, um, it seems like there should be more for Frazier, <laughs> right? But right. I don't think necessarily there is. Um, they also have to make a lot of like personal appearances, you know, and stuff like right. that. Um, you know, I know like the they have to do like writing of their stuff that they do, you know. Yeah. But I mean, Frasier show is strictly based on calls, so you know who knows. There was it was interesting, and uh, from a DJ I know, they still have a similar service. Uh, there's like a prep service, which kind of like organizes some break, fun, trendy stories and. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back when I was, <laughs> I'm really old now, because yeah. back when I was there, it wasn't like you just compiled emails or put in a Word document. Mm-hmm. They were back there printing out faxes. I mean, it all came oh, like yeah. fax. And I think there was a way on the computer where they could select certain stories. They didn't have to print out all the faxes that came in. But, yeah, and, and maybe that was part of their extra time they had to spend it. I mean, just sitting there. Because I remember sitting back in the newsroom, and they would – uh, these DJs would come in just sitting there by waiting for all the faxes to get printed out. Man, what a, what a crazy time. I, I bet just some young people are listening to this going, what the heck? What's a fax? Or a yeah. yeah, no kidding. I mean, it just, I mean, I always joke around with people, you know, that like the only parts of my job that are still the same is when you deal with ep- issues of fairness and, um, ethics and stuff like that everything else is different you know the way we design pages is different you know the materials that we use you know are different and you know the way we design pages is different the way we write our stories physically write them is different you know and it's you know it's everything is more efficient but you know you gotta you know like we were talking about you know Frasier appearing to not do anything more than three hours a day but um today you can't do stuff like that you know you always you know we used to i used to talk to people when i worked in a previous job about the fact that in this business today you got to know how to do like 20 different jobs (laughs) right you know or you know you're in trouble you know because you know you got to make yourself so valuable that they could never get rid of you right yeah yeah, and, and that's – and you always run a, a risk of – you know, I, I like calling myself a jack-of-all-trades from talking to a current boss or looking at a future boss. But, you know, they always say, well, if you're a jack-of-all-trades and you're a master of none, <laughs> does that help or not? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a, It's a good philosophical discussion to have sometime. So, all right. Well, hey, um, thanks for checking out the show. This is good. Um 
you know, we talk about the show, but we talk about other stuff because look, if you're liking Frasier, you probably have checked out podcasts before. You've probably seen the shows. We don't need to do any spoilers, but it's been good. I don't know, just comparing just what's happening in life and mm-hmm. uh, being a communications guy, kind of comparing what Frasier does to what we do. Um, you know, I used to say, hey, radio is so much different, but Laura, I... It's not I, that much anymore. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I was just going to tell you, and we'll have to talk offline about this. It's a little bit more technical than people in you know, Frasier podcasts want to listen to, but I mean, in our business and news business, we're going in the audio. I, I had yeah. a half-hour discussion with some national people today, and uh, they're excited about some of the stuff we're doing, and they want to do more, so it's... <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow when we talk about why it's our non-podcast conversation of the week. Uh, fun times. So, all right. Well, uh, that's it for Frazier Podcast. Next week, uh, I, I watched the head by mistake. Uh-oh. Uh, we're we're <laughs> going to see Author Author, where uh, we're going to talk about Frazier and Niles trying to work together on a book. And um, <clears throat> I, I need to work together with my brother on something, so I'll, I'll be sure to Come back next week with how that went compared yeah. to how Frazier did. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I got I got to see my family over the weekend. Took a little road trip to Worcester to see uh, my um, brother's uh, son was being decades. So I got to take part in that. Um, and I saw my sister, which you know is good. There's nothing against that. But then I saw my favorite football team tie, and the old quote was "A tie's like kissing your sister," which was <laughs> disturbing, especially since I saw her that morning. So it was kind of a, a weird experience. So there was no kissing going on, thank goodness. But it was just weird to have that happen the day you saw your sister. It was kind of a weird <laughs> coincidence, to say the least. That's so funny. all right. Well, hey, thanks for checking out the Fraser Show. Well, we miss Marty Podcast. Uh, For Laura, this is Chris. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.